Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony Ryan Seacrest will replace Pat Zajac as the host of Wheel of Fortune. I'm Tony Kornheiser. It ends there, Seacrest. Don't even think about taking Wilbon's chair. Get out of here. Thank you for having my back. Um, So shouldn't Wheel of Fortune just go off if Pat Sajak and Vanna White aren't on? I mean, what's the point? Mike, they they have 20 million viewers. They have 20 million viewers. I mean, it's... It's an unbelievable franchise show. I know. Ryan Seacrest. People Zay like Jack Ryan Seacrest, don't they? White, don't they like Ryan now. Seacrest? How I do people know. like him? I like him? Pat Sajak. Well, everybody likes Pat Sajak. I'm just saying I think they like Seacrest, too. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Connor McDavid wins another individual award. LSU turns the tables on Florida. And Buster Olney joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Damian Lillard. The seven-time All-NBA guard met with the Portland Brass yesterday, and the Blazers said in a statement they, quote, remain committed to building a winner, unquote, around Lillard. Well, on the speculation about whether Lillard would stay in Portland has gone on now for years. What are the chances Lillard is a Blazer at the start of next season? Tony, I think the chances could be pretty good that he's still in Portland for a couple of reasons. The first one being he loves it. He loves Portland. He loves living there with his family. I I know this. I've had these conversations with Damian Lillard about why don't you force your way out. I know why he likes He he loves it. And the other thing is the price tag at the end of his contract is north of $60 million, and some teams can't or won't take that on. But, Tony, you know, the people who talk about the NBA for a living, and I'm one of them, 99% of them say, well, he should go. He should leave. He should go to a team and where he can win a championship because they're not close to winning one in Portland where he's only been to the conference finals once. And I hear that tone because that has become the benchmark. That's how we measure careers and, and resumes in all of sports, particularly the NBA. But one of the things I love about Damian Lillard is he stands up and he says, this is my community. I'd like to win here. I want to win here. I live here. My family lives here. I don't want to chase anything. This is, people say they want that from their athletes and they're liars. They don't mean that. The moment a guy can't get to the finals, they want him to stand up and force his way into a big three. And I, right. part of me thinks, you know what? I'd like to see him in a Miami uniform. I'd like to see him maybe somewhere he can win. I like seeing Dame Lillard in Portland. I'm supporting him. Okay. The reality is that Damian Lillard is irrelevant in the NBA today. I don't care how many commercials he has, he's irrelevant. The team he plays for, Portland, is irrelevant today. They used to be in the playoffs all the time. They went eight straight years. Now they don't go anymore. Since they hired Chauncey Billups as coach, the record is 60 and 104. They're not going to get any free agents to help this guy. It's not going to happen. They are not going to build a team around him while he is still in his prime. So he has the following two choices. He can say, I'd like to go somewhere else, 
or he can stay there and continue to be irrelevant. I think we're in the spin cycle now, Mike, because Damian Lillard doesn't want to be a bad guy and likes Portland and doesn't want to say I want to be traded. And Portland knows he's the most popular player on the team, and so they don't want to try to trade him. So we're just... We're just spinning around, Mike. It would be better for Lillard to go somewhere else and better for Portland to trade him. And they know that, and that's why they drafted Scoot Henderson. That's why I'll they did to get a point with guard. You. It might be better for Portland at this point to build to trade him. But let me just ask you, let me personalize this. You yeah. lived and worked in the primary part of your career for 30-plus years in one place, and they couldn't have yeah. moved you with a crane. And you That's always right. said Loved to it. me, when I had chances as a free agent to leave, if they can make you happy where you are, that's your phrase, coined that's true. by you. Don't that's move. True. Don't go anywhere. If he's happy. And so, Dame Lillard, if you, he, just, you just so if it, he's basketball happy, doesn't count? Huh? I think it would be better. I think it would be better if he went somewhere else. I think it would be better for the team if he went somewhere else. But if he doesn't want to, if he's happy like that, See, he, he fine. I find happy. it hard to believe that not winning a championship makes you happy. To me, the analogous person is Bradley Beal in Washington, who seemed happy, but they never won. Bradley Beal is not to Washington as Dame Lillard is to Portland. It ain't close. And I okay. love Brad Beal. Okay. It ain't close. Okay. Let's move to hockey. And a tale of two Connors, Connor McDavid, Won his third Hart Trophy as NHL MVP last night, but he's never even made a Stanley Cup final, Dame Lillard. Which leads us to Connor Bedard, the phenom who my Blackhawks will surely had better take with the first overall pick in tomorrow night's draft. Tony, should Connor Bedard be satisfied with a career arc like Connor McDavid's? This is a very interesting question to me because it you is. would think that anybody who could get three MVPs by age 26, that would be a great thing to do. And it's just 26, so there's plenty of time for Connor McDavid to win Stanley Cups down the road. But like Damian Lillard, he has never been to the finals. And like Damian Lillard, the one time he got to the conference finals, he got swept. You know, I think, Mike, that hockey players define their greatness by Stanley Cups. I think Connor McDavid would trade all three of those MVP babies for one Stanley Cup. And let's go back in history. Yeah. Let's look at yeah. all the players who've won three or more, three or more MVPs. Wayne Gretzky, he had nine. Hello, nine. <laughs> Gordy Howe had six. Eddie Shore had four. Howie Morenz, Bobby Clark, Bobby Orr, Mario Lemieux, Alex Ovechkin, three. What do they have in common, Mike? They all won Stanley Cups. In fact, yeah. Ovechkin is the only one who only won one. The others won multiple. McDavid won doesn't late. have any. So if, if you're Connor Bedard, maybe that's not the arc you want. Maybe not, Tony. And I'm wondering about this because he's going to be in a uniform that I care about, playing for the franchise I follow. And, Tony, he's going to have a pressure on him to deliver, unlike McDavid, yeah. because the last time the Blackhawks had the one overall, they drafted Patrick Kane who's the greatest player in team history, and he won three. He was Better drafted one, and he's the same Better size. Better than Hull? Yeah. Better than Hull? Hull won. Hull won Whoa. one. Kane won okay. three. Okay? Okay. I mean, I, you know, I look, I, it's hard for me because I followed Hull as a, as a kid and idolized him and, and Patrick Kane. But Tony Kane's the same size, about 5'10", 180 pounds, and so there's this question out there about size. The Blackhawks also 
made a trade last night, getting a former Hart Trophy winner from the Bruins to help either with that line or that team in general. So there's going to be some pressure there. Ultimately, he's going to be compared, Bedard, to Patrick Kane every step of the way. Because once yeah, again, Kane won three. And so yeah. I don't think he's going to be compared to McDavid much at all, even though they have some of the same skills. I think that cup means more to hockey players than any championship means to players in other sports. I think. Could be wrong. We move on. LSU won the College World Series last night, defying the recent tradition of Game 2 winners also winning Game 3. LSU did not squeak by in Game 3. They beat Florida, hello, 18-4. to This was 24 hours after Florida beat LSU in Game 2, 24-4. to Wilbon, what do you make of this turnaround? I just thought it was cool. I, having discussed it yesterday and, and seeing and hearing some of the overreaction to people who really don't follow baseball, Tony. And let's face it, we're a country now where people barely follow Major League Baseball. They can't follow anything for 160 days. They can't. And so they compare everything to the NFL. It's not the NFL. Baseball's different. It's got its own drumbeat and rhythm. And as we talk about this, you and I all the time, because we have followed baseball all our lives, I think I can speak for both of us in that baseball was our first love as kids yes. growing up following sports. Yes. The next day is different. You wake up and no matter what happened, whether you had a 3-2 loss that gnawed at you and kept you up all night or 22-4. So I tuned in. It was either 6-2 or 8-2. And I just thought, ha! And I have no rooting yeah. interest in that matchup. Fuller to LSU, I could care less. But I just thought it was pretty cool that LSU came back in the same way. I agree with all of that. I watched it. Um, in fact, I was texting last night back and forth with famed LSU alum Booger McFarland as oh, the game wow. was going on. I got in when it was 6-2, to two and, and, and I thought of the fact that you and I had talked about this yesterday, whether Florida had any particular momentum, and neither of us thought that they did. Yeah, and both of, us thought, both of us thought that LSU could shrug off 24-4 because it was such an unusual kind of deal. But what struck me of the turnaround was, my God, two teams put up 50 runs in two games of the College World Series. I never would have bet on that, even with aluminum bats. And I just, I just have, an, as an aside here, Kim Mulkey won the, the national championship, championship women's basketball in her second yeah. year. Jay Johnson, this is his second year, won the national championships. What about football? Brian Kelly heading into his second year. They gotta, I'm just they asking gotta be for a friend. Good. Gotta be just feeling asking. Let's take a break. Yep. Coming up, we will ask whether Mets owner Steve Cohn will really stand pat with his flailing team. We'll also ask him about M -M 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 Mookie's reasons for participating in the home run derby for the very first time. Let's see, not Zion's second year, so that doesn't work for the Pelicans. Do you know um, the SEC has won nine year. of the last 14 baseball World Series and 13 yeah. of the last 16 yeah. football? Part of the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption. Presented by Corona. Part of Happy Hour. Let's dig into some Major League Baseball with our great friend Buster Only. Buster, let me start with this. The Mets have just been in a tailspin the last three weeks. The owner, Steve Cohen, had said previously he did not intend to blow it up. So where does that leave the Mets, and and where does that leave Buck Showalter? Yeah, and Tony, just this afternoon, Steve Cohen came out and announced that he's going to hold a press conference on Wednesday. What's being communicated in the building at City Field is he's not going to come out and fire a bunch of people. Look, he's not a George Steinbrenner uh, who's throwing furniture and canceling the dental plan, that sort of thing. Uh, he's much more measured. Now, we did see last year the Philadelphia Phillies shocked the baseball world. They fired Joe Girardi. They uh, uh, put... Rob Thompson in the managerial seat, and they went all the way to the World Series. But that's not the expectation within the Mets organization. It's much more likely they will try to ride this out at least a little while longer. And if they don't turn around before the trade deadline, then maybe they do a measured sell-off. Wow. Buster, let's go to something a little bit more upbeat. Luisa Rice, who's hitting 399 going into tonight's action. I, being the cynic that I am, am convinced he'll wind up having a great season, but top off at about 360. Ultimately, is there a case that you want to make for him at least flirting with 400 as we get deeper into the season, say September? Yeah, Michael, the guy who came closest in the last 30 years to hitting 400 was Tony Gwynn, who batted 394 in 1994 before the player strike hit. I covered Tony Gwynn that year, and I will go to my grave convinced he would have hit 400 because Tony would have loved all the conversation. He would have loved reporters gathering around in the last month and asking him, hey, do you think you can get there? I asked Marlins people this. They think Luisa Rise is built the same way, and we know this. He hits a lot like Tony. He doesn't strike out in this era in which everybody strikes out all the time. Uh, you're talking about someone who's got just 15 strikeouts, 24 walks this season. He will put the ball in play. He will give himself a chance. I don't think he's going to get there, but I do think he's going to come close. I want to ask you about Mookie Betts and home run derby in which he has decided to participate for the first time in his career. Buster, why now? And do you see actual risk? Because we've seen some fall off after people have gone in the home run derby coming out of that for the second half of the season. 
So I walked up to him at Dodger Stadium on Saturday and asked him, how, how come you're doing this now? And he looked at me and said, I still don't want to do it. His wife, Brianna, has basically encouraged him to do it because he wants to do everything at some point during his career. He's won a World Series. He's won an MVP. And he feels like, you know what? I can go out and, and be in the home run derby. Uh, I asked him if he's going to have any particular strategy, and his response was, I don't even hit home runs in batting practice. You're talking about someone who's 5'9", 170 pounds. I don't think he has a lot of expectation he's going to go deep. But you know what? Unbelievable athlete. Maybe he'll surprise us. That's a really good story. I like to hear that. I would get you out of here on this, and it's about the Yankees and their terrible struggles at the plate in the absence of Aaron Judge. Is, is that coincidental, which is what normal people would believe, or is Aaron Judge somehow so important to the other batters in the Yankee lineup? Yes, he's that important. He has that kind of impact in the guys who bat in front of him and the guys who bat behind him. And also with his leadership. And look, a lot of times, you guys know, teams will lie to us about injuries. In this case, <laughs> I think the Yankees are being honest and saying they have no idea when he's going to come back because it's such a touchy injury. A right big toe for a guy who's 6'7", 282 pounds. That toe is the anchor of everything he does. They're not going to let him resume baseball activities until he's okay. I think they would be thrilled, Tony, if he played in a game in the month of July. I don't think he's close to coming back. Wow. Thank you so much, Buster. Thank you. Thank Buster. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Let's take one last break. Still to come, Shohei homers again. And is Javi Baez's sliding skill rubbing off on some of his teammates? We didn't even ask Buster about the Cubs. The red Wilbon, Cubs. I don't care about the Cubs. New York. I don't New care York, about the Cubs. New York started with New Buster York. Buster has with two skills. Buster has two skills that you don't have. A, what? he can milk a cow, and B, yeah. he can make a bagel. Okay? I can't do that. You can't can do that. I can toast a bagel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Happy time, people. Happy 33rd birthday, Bobby Wagner. The six-time first-team All-Pro linebacker is back in Seattle after a year with the L.A. Rams where he had gone as a free agent. The Rams released Wagner even after he was second-team All-Pro, and Wagner returned to the Seahawks where he had spent his first 10 years in the NFL. Wagner was part of the Seahawks Super Bowl champions and a key component in the great defenses Pete Carroll put together. 
but he was not part of the Legion of Boom because those guys like Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor were strictly DBs. Wagner was drafted in the second round out of Utah State in 2012, and he ended up in eight Pro Bowls. Six times first team, all NFL. First team, Tony, at that position, linebacker, that puts him even with Junior Seau, Jack Ham, and Lambert, okay? And this immortality, the group I'm gonna mention next, the guys with more than six, Lawrence Taylor, Joe Schmidt, Mike Singletary, Ray Lewis. Hello? Yeah. That's first yeah. ballot Hall of Fame land to do that six times. Not so happy anniversary, Dan O'Brien. On this day 31 years ago in the Olympic trials, the popular American decathlete failed to score any points in the pole vault and shockingly did not make the U.S. team for the 1992 games in Barcelona. This undercut the Reebok Dan and Dave campaign where O'Brien and Dave Johnson were going to determine who was the best athlete in the world. Johnson ended up winning bronze in Barcelona. O'Brien was redeemed four years later in Atlanta when he won gold in the decathlon. O'Brien's failure to make the U.S. team in 1992 was an embarrassment for Reebok and a big blow for NBC, which would have ridden the Dan and Dave train all summer. This story obsessed you for weeks. I remember going into the 92 Olympics. Did you like him? Did you, you met, you listened to O'Brien. You found him charming going into this, and it was a huge story that he didn't get. I like both of them. I like both yeah. of them. I did. Happy trails to the Rangers throwing out Matt Vierling at second. The Detroit outfielder hit a clean single to left last night in the top of the ninth and then went for second. The throw from left was on time to Texas second baseman Marcus Semyon. But when Semyon went to tag Vierling, oh. Vierling went to the inside oh. of the bag, popped up on one knee and raised his hand yeah. off the ground where Semyon couldn't reach him. Then after passing second base, Vierling grabbed the bag with his fingertips and held on. Wilbon, you always talk about what a great base runner Javi Baez is. Do you think the he best. taught this move to his Tiger teammate? Yeah, if he didn't do it actively, you learn from being around guys like that. I know it's not like basketball or hockey where you got so many practices and ice time and court time, but you think that that junior skyhook, that magic shot to win a world championship, he didn't get that from Kareem? Of course he got it from Kareem, and of course that move comes straight out of the Javi Baez handbook. Best base Let me ask you a question. Why are you going to second on that to begin with? I mean, really, why are you going yeah. to second? Show right. off, show off. Let's move. go to the big finish. Let's go. Shohei hit his 26th home run last night. Is that a big deal? Tony, he leads the majors in home runs and runs batted in. I don't think he can win a triple crown because he doesn't hit 300. But if he does that and wins like 12 to 14 games as a pitcher, it'll be the greatest season anyone has ever had in the history of Major League Baseball Saints quarterback Derek Carr. Tells the Fresno B he was mad about how his exit from the Raiders went down. Is that understandable? Absolutely. They basically cut him in the last couple of weeks of the season. They humiliated him. It was terrible. The president of Italian basketball says Paolo Boncaro fooled him when choosing to play for the U.S. this summer. Your thoughts? He said he read it. I mean, come on, Bancaro, you're a young dude. Pick up the phone. You all, you kids have the phone in your hand 24-7 anyway. Call your man. Daniel Murphy is playing AAA for the Angels three years after retiring from the bigs. Your thoughts? Good for him if he loves baseball and wants to play in the minors. I loved him when he was with the Nats. Loved him. Last one, Liberty at Sun tonight. Who you got? I mean, they're two and three in the league. Neither one is as good as the Aces. I'll take the Sun at home. I will.
Really? You got a bet on it? I'm gonna watch too. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Chuck Salatoro, our respect and our best wishes. Absolutely. Cheers. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the app or Apple Podcast. Bob Ryan, he's sitting on the sofa. He's angry that Gretzky has three <laughs> times as many MVPs as Bobby Orr. He didn't want to hear that. We love you, Bob. And now let's learn. Let's sports. learn how to milk a cow. You and I. Let's milk a cow.